Listen, um, I, I just feel like I want to keep telling you about the love of Jesus. But I feel like I want to tell you it in a really simple way, which is why the kids are here. Because I feel like sometimes we get so in our heads and we, get, we kind of forget that it's really simple. And um, as I said, I've, I've been away this week just spending some time thinking, praying, reading. And um, let me... Um, as I was away, I, I journal quite a bit and kind of say what I see and what I feel God's saying. But I was writing these things down. Kids, have a think. Have a think. I want you to have a little think about what you'd like to be different. Okay? Have a think about what you'd like to be different. I want you, I'm going to come back to you in a minute. And I'm going to ask you for one thing that you'd like to be different. Okay? Better. Because I was asking that same question. What do I want, what do I want to see? What do I want different? And I, I wrote down a big, a, big, a big list of like, well, what will it take to see greater breakthrough? What will it take for? And then I wrote down a list of things that were to do with people that I know about and my own family, my own kids. and Yeah, all that sort of stuff. And then I wrote this. What price am I currently paying and what price am I willing to pay to see all these things come to pass? And I pondered on that for a little while, uh, probably a couple of days. Have you thought, kids? Anything that you want to be different? Okay. I tell you what I said one, you can't be greedy. Go on, give me one thing. Be a better person. Okay, that's, I like that. Can't we? Manage time better. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> you see, out of the mouths of babes, I told you. Anybody else? Okay, that'll do. You've already put them all to shame, so don't worry about that. This is why I wanted to keep them in, you see. So anyway, I was asking this question, like, what will it take to get things better? What, what will it mean for me to be a better person or to manage time better? What will it mean for paint to go? What will it mean for things to be changed? What will it mean for me to see breakthroughs in things I've prayed about for years and years and years and years? And I'm still not seeing anything. And I knew, I knew in the back of my mind that it wasn't about, when I said a price worth paying, I, I actually went and I met um, uh, somebody who's become a good friend of mine in the last 18 months, a man called Alan Dickinson, who um, oversees, apostolically oversees a church in Whitley Bay. He's actually coming to speak on the 17th of October. I haven't told you that yet. Uh, he's a proper Geordie. He's great. And, um, but he's also just got a wonderful heart for Jesus and loves discipleship and sons and daughters and all that sort of stuff. He's great. So I'm really looking forward to him coming and sharing. And we were talking about this thing. And um, he's one of the few people I've ever met who actually thinks and talks like Paul, which is why he's my friend. And it's why he's allowed to come. Um, but we were talking about it and he was like, well, I'm not really sure it's about the price, is it? Because sometimes we get so wrapped up in this sense that we've got to do something. And if we just read more, pray more, do this more, give more, do that more, give ourselves more, then something's going to happen and we're going to get some breakthrough somewhere. At the same time, I read a couple of books by a guy called Pete Gregg, uh, all about the 24-7 prayer movement. Brilliant, brilliant books. Red Moon Rising and Broken Glory. Hello, sir. Nice to see you again. Come and sit down. Lovely to see you. So I was reading these two books and it just, it was beautiful to see all that God was doing. And yet there was this line in this book that said, it's not more activity, but more authority. 
that brings breakthrough. And then I realized that authority comes from intimacy. All authority comes from intimacy. See, the truth is this, look. Listen, kids. What is your favorite place? Do you have a favorite place? Go on, Sarah. Your bed. Okay. I can tell you're a teenager. <laughs> Anybody else's favorite place? Go on. Disneyland? Well, that's just pretty close to heaven, I would guess. So, go on, Seth. Anfield? Mm. <laughs> Anfield as well, okay. 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 Are all good places. He's bed. Do you know where my favorite place is? It's not really a physical place. It's more a place I put myself. Go on. Almost. My favorite place is being hugged by Father God. That's what I've realized this week. That that's my favorite place. That's the best place ever. Because this is what I realized to a whole new depth today, this week. It's only in the arms of Father God that any breakthrough comes. It's only when you take off all your hats and all the striving and all the working and all the doing that any breakthrough actually comes. Because otherwise, everything else is all about you. And it's all about you. And really, it's going back to what Paul talked about. Because we are really good at speaking to the storm. We're not very good at laying our heads on the pillow. Remember his word about the storm? And you see, I think we've still got a journey to go in learning. It says in the message version, he was calmly sleeping in the midst of a storm. Only after he'd calmly slept did he stand up and speak to the waves. We spend too much time yelling and screaming at the waves rather than calmly resting because calmly resting is utterly, utterly disarming. It's utterly disarming. And it feels like you are completely useless. But if we want to see some breakthrough, we've got to learn to rest like that. That's what I realized more and more. It's a ridiculous thing to realize, isn't it, really? Because I knew it. But I felt like at some greater depth there was a shift in my heart. And I went, no, we've just got to learn to rest. So, hey, kids, kids, what do you think it means when I say, they're all right, Paul, don't worry, they're fine. What do you think it means when I say my favorite place is being hugged by Father God? Because we can't see him, can we? What does it mean? Go on, Dan. Have a go. Well, we could say that when we die, yeah, we're going to go there. But actually, we don't have to wait till we die, do we? We don't have to wait till we die because Father God loves us right now. He's got his arms around you right now. But this is why this is what I realized how difficult it is because we're so desperate to do something. We're so desperate to make somewhere. We're so desperate to force ourselves into somewhere.
let me read what he said to me on Thursday afternoon. For I want to know you. This is true of all of us, okay? For I want to know you deeper and more intimately than you've ever been known before. I want you to know me, to know my heart, my perspective, my reaction and my responses. More than anything else, I desire to know you and you to know me. Every other strategy and plan flows from this place. Every other strategy and plan flows from this place. Because of course, I was asking him, well, what about this? What about that? What about the other? What about the other? There's no need for any other strategy or plan if you know me more and more than learn to listen to my still small voice. And then I, I wrote, well, how do I get to know you, Lord? What do I need to do to get, see, straight away I'm there. What do I need to do? Even in the middle of it, I'm like, what do I have to do then? Spend time with me. Focus. Be alert. Discipline yourself to be focused and present. Now, for somebody who likes doing things, that's a killer. But I tell you what, it's the only way we're going to see greater things than we've ever seen. And it's deeply challenging to all of us. But I tell you what, what I've seen is when you learn to walk in that place, everything else will fall into place. Everything else. So kids, I just want you to know, and I want you to get it in your heart somehow more than ever, that Father God thinks you are amazing and loves you a bit. I'm talking to all his kids as well. Because if we're not journeying on that, I don't care how much you pray, I don't care how much you read your Bible, I don't care how much you can quote it at me, it doesn't really matter if you don't know. See, I'm going to finish with this. Let me finish with this scripture that somebody read in the prayer meeting yesterday. In Luke 10. Jesus has sent 72 disciples out and they come back going, flipping heck, this is ace, Jesus. All sorts of stuff's going on. Even the demons respond in our name. They're like rejoicing because of all they've done. And Jesus says this, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. In other words, what you've seen is rubbish compared to what I've seen. You saw a few demons flee. I, I saw the original one fall. He, he's, he's really going, ah, he's having a game of one-upmanship. He's going, that's rubbish. I've given you authority. However, do not rejoice that the Spirit submit to you. In other words, don't rejoice that you can do all this wonderful stuff for me. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In other words, rejoice that you're my child. Rejoice that I love you. Rejoice that you're there from that place. And we've got to somehow move to a whole new level of just knowing that everything comes from intimacy with the Father. And anything else simply won't do. And of course, we instantly go, how do I do that? But maybe it's just sitting with him. Anka was going to speak. She's got a fantastic word about silence and solitude, which maybe needs to happen next week because part of it is that. I, I, I don't find God, I don't find I fill pages of my journal when I'm in the midst of a busy day. But when I take myself off, I find suddenly he talks to me. Because he's talking to me all the time, I just need to give him space to listen. But I just want to encourage you. I honestly believe there is a greater intimacy with Father that's available for us. And it is the only strategy. And that's not new, but maybe it's going to come in a new, fresh way. 
So can we just pray together? Father God, I am asking that we might become in awe of your love for us, Jesus. That we might become utterly overawed and amazed and astounded at the simple fact that you love us, Father. That we would get back to that place where just those words, I love you, bowl us over in ways that have not happened before. That's what I want to be, Jesus. I want to be in that place, Jesus, where I weep just because I've understood again that you love me, Father. Not because I'm rejoicing because I've seen this person healed or this person set free or this new ministry has got started or this has happened or that's happened, but just because you love me. And I'm asking, Lord, that you'd start a work in our hearts, Father, that we might know the true intimacy of the Father in whole new ways. In Jesus' name, amen.